Okay, this will probably be my last rant for the night. Another thing that's been on me. Okay, so Kyle Rittenhouse trial. Kyle Rittenhouse, everything. I want to try to point out some things that maybe some people may not understand and what they think they see or what they think they know uh, based off of where they get their information and how the information is delivered so that you can receive it the way that it, uh, the way that um, they, they want you to receive it. Okay, get the reaction that they want you to have. Kind of like steering, you know, a car in a direction, you know. Uh, so, a couple questions. And I want you to really think about the questions. Think about them. And answer them honestly to yourself. Answer them honestly, okay? Because if you can't be truthful with yourself, then... It's, it's you lost. There's there's no ain't nothing nobody can say to you. You can't even be honest with yourself. Okay, so honestly, did you watch the trial? And when I say did you watch the trial, I mean did you watch uninterrupted, un uh, manipulated uh, live feed, live feed without a delay coverage of the trial not a news outlet airing the coverage the, the the live coverage of the trial but the actual live feed coming from so that you can watch without outside voices steering what you're hearing and seeing okay because I want you to pay attention to this the next time that you do choose to watch a media outlet because of most of you who, who, you know, don't realize this or watch certain outlets, CNN, MSNBC, um, The Hill, the Washington Post, whatever media outlets. Okay. And one of the things that they tend to do is they'll show the live coverage, but when there is something about to be said because they usually operate on delays they will then cut in and start uh talking back and forth about something so then you're missing pieces and parts that's strategic uh or they cut away to commercials in certain parts they don't air certain things like i was told i'm not sure because i don't watch these outlets that msc didn't even show the defense's closing argument how do you make a make a determination on a a case in a court of law uh without hearing the defense how 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 is that not just persecution and propaganda how 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 do you just get to hear one side you know badgered one side of a story and not ever or uh, get edited, cut into, talked over, or all not aired altogether uh, parts or the full 
expressions of the or the defense. How? How do you come to a conclusion? How? Uh, accusations are not fact or proof. Just because someone is accused of something doesn't mean that they did it. Just because someone is accused doesn't mean that the person accusing is operating from a place of uh, of or of morality or justice or you know it it's 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 our system is flawed in the sense that there are people who operate within that system who manipulate the system and uh, use it for malicious reasons and intent and not following what is the the system, you know, the, the what we have agreed to be the 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 system by which to to judge someone's innocence or guilt. What what you can do, what you can't do, what's allowed, what's not allowed, what the person's rights are, you know. We we all are said, you know, this is you know, the way it's laid out, but you have people who uh, manipulate that. But anyway, I digress because I'm getting off topic. Um, so if you didn't watch the full live feed, you didn't get the whole, uh, the, you know, the, the, the whole story, I guess, the, all of the facts. And uh, I just wanted, you know, share a few with you and uh, you at the end, we can ask a, pose a question, okay? So I hear a lot of Kyle Rittenhouse was a white supremacist. Okay. What evidence can you prov you provide to yourself? Go, not just that you said it or everybody's saying it. What evidence do you have that proves that he was a white supremacist or belonged to a white supremacist group? Because one of the things that happened in the trial was the detectives, the FBI investigators, after combing his social media and, you know, talking to people who know him, looking over his, his history and background, they couldn't find one post, uh, affiliation, nothing concrete to tie him to white supremacists or uh, white nationalist groups or none of that. Now, I know you heard otherwise, but no one has produced anything that proves that accusation. It's just a repeated accusation, okay? Not based in fact. Um, you've been told repeatedly that his mother drove him across state lines and gave him, you know, the gun. That is also not true because it was revealed in the trial that, well, people knew before because uh, they actually listened to what his mother had to say and what people who knew Kyle had to say and watched the video and things presented early way on last year, you know, right when this stuff happened that totally went against the stuff that you were seeing and hearing in the media that proved that what they were saying wasn't true. Okay. But you kept hearing that he was drove across state lines. What was revealed in the trial was that, um, he actually was already in Kenosha. Mm -hmm. He spent the night there because he works there. Okay. 
Although it's another state, it's only like a 20-minute drive from where he lives with his mom, but his dad and all of his family lives in Kenosha, so that is, you know, his home. He just lives with his mom 20 minutes away, and that happens to be across the state line, okay? Um, you were told that he loaded up the gun and fired all of these shots everywhere. Well, it was revealed in the trial that the only shots that were fired were the ones that he fired when he was attacked by three adult men near their 30s, really more than that, but in the video of, of the actual incidents of the firing of the gun, there was three of them attacking him. Men who were almost 30 years old were attacking a 17-year-old child, okay? Um, and one of those men actually pulled a gun out and pointed it at his head from maybe three, four feet away. Um, you also saw during the trial, if you watched it uninterrupted, that the prosecution's own witness, the guy who got shot in the arm, uh, was lying on the stand openly, just lying and, you know, not answering the questions truthfully until the questions had to be narrowed down to specifics to say that Kyle didn't shoot at him until he pointed the gun at his head. Even though he was kicked, he was pushed, he was hit with a bag, he was hit over the head with a skateboard, he was kicked in the face multiple times. He never fired that weapon until they advanced on him and attacked him. The only people who got shot were ones who tried to take his weapon away from him and the one who pointed a gun in his face. Okay? So, there's that. Um, now moving on over to, you know, the misuse of the, the system. And I'm sure that the media didn't tell you this, but the prosecution got chewed out a couple of times by the judge. For one, I don't care what side you're on. For one, he violated Kyle Rittenhouse's First Amendment right or Fifth Amendment right to remain silent. And he uh, brought that up in front of the jury, insinuating that because he had not spoken about the case, that he had something to hide. And um, that's just self-defense, okay? <laughs> the time to defend yourself when you are charged because this prosecutor charged him 48 hours later is not in the public sphere. It's in the court of law where you're under oath and that is where your fate is decided, okay? Um, he doesn't owe us an explanation. He got to get that explanation to the jury and, you know, we can hear, we can listen in on it, okay? Um... Also, uh, known way before the trial, one of the gentlemen, the one who actually was killed, one of the gentlemen who was killed uh, was a convicted child rapist. He raped five children, five boys ages 9 to 11. He had been convicted and released from jail, I believe because of COVID. I'm not sure that might not be, you know, but I think that that was the reason why he was out of, out of jail. But picture this scenario that now you have a child rapist chasing a child, attacking him, 
threatening to kill him. Okay. And you say that he didn't have a right to defend himself against that. Because that's ultimately what this was about. It wasn't anything about race because Kyle Rittenhouse was white. I hear that he was uh, Latino. I don't know. Um, but he wasn't black uh, or a person of, you know, color is, is, is by y'all standards. Okay. Uh, the three men who were shot were white. So I don't understand also what this has to do with black people and black lives matter. And I don't understand, but they keep using this buzzword saying that they were shot at a black lives matter rally. And that's what they used to tie you into. They didn't say that, uh, it wasn't no black people really out there. It, they didn't say that these people were, uh, setting, uh, dumpsters on fire and trying to burn down a gas station and, uh, they were attacking people. They had chains and they were throwing uh, bricks at police officers. They were smashing windows. Um, and they had, they had guns because <laughs> Rosenbaum pointed one at Kyle. Okay? So, I, you have to explain to me these things. How does, is this uh, about white supremacy? How is this about black people? How is this our business on, you know, except for the, uh, the, the, um, question of self-defense, whether or not you have the right to defend yourself against an angry mob that is attacking you and threatening to kill you. Do you have the right to self-defense? That's what it was about. Whatever the circumstance, when there is a court case, it's never about the person. It's about the law and what we interpret the law to be for everybody, for everybody. So you cheered for the removal of the right to defend yourself if you're attacked. That's what you cheered for when you wanted Kyle Rittenhouse to be found guilty. Uh, you rooted for the uh, attack of a child by adults who couldn't control the emotions and didn't have all of the facts because also uh, Rosenbaum, who actually pointed a gun at his face, said that he didn't know. He wasn't there at the first incident when, child, when Kyle shot the man at the uh, used car lot. The, he wasn't even there. He was running along with the crowd and asked what happened, and someone said he shot a guy, and he proceeded to attack Kyle and tried to kill him. With no facts, no proof, no nothing. That was a mob attacking a child who luckily had a weapon to defend himself. I shudder to think what they would have done to him if he didn't have that gun. And if he didn't, uh, wasn't trained well, you know, because he had some good training. But another thing is you also were told that it was illegal for Kyle to possess the rifle when under Wisconsin law, he was legally allowed to own the weapon because they have where you can't own a a gun if you're under 18, but if you are 16, uh, over 16, you can possess a rifle. 
that is not modified, a rifle, because they hunt a lot in Wisconsin. It's not Chicago. It's not um, Los Angeles. They hunt in, at young ages. So he was 17, over 16, and therefore legally allowed to own the rifle he had. An AR-15 is not a machine gun. It's a rifle, okay? So he was... And another part of that uh, thing is that uh, Kyle may be able to go for uh, after the prosecutor for malicious uh, prosecution because I'm sure the prosecution knows the law and knew that he could legally possess that gun, but they decided to charge him with it anyway and then try to manipulate the jury about the law. That is when people misuse the system. He's a prosecutor. It seems that in order to try to convict someone, it should be because you have evidence that they're guilty of breaking the law, not just because you want them to be guilty. And you cheered for that kind of prosecution that he could just, you know, throw stuff at you that he knew was legal. That's what you cheered for. That's what you wanted to happen. To, you know, that this prosecution can do that. I mean, they also manipulated evidence and didn't provide evidence to the defense, which is the law. You know, that's part of discovery. You have to show me what you, what you're, you know, gonna, what it is that I need to defend. What evidence do you have so that I can defend? And if you're not telling me that what they did was they took a video and they they manipulated the video and gave the defense an altered, uh, compressed video so that you it was distorted and presented that to the jury, and it was they made up what was seen in the video because you couldn't really tell. So they got to you know kind of in what they said happened in it. But then it turned out that, and they they said this out of their mind, they had a clear version of the video. So they received a clear version, modified that version, and gave that to the defense. Um, for all of you uh, who are maybe defending them because they keep saying that, you know, they were at the Black Lives Matter rally, the guy, Rosenbaum, who was killed was also on video, you know, using the word nigga over and over again at a Black Lives Rally, rally protest. And, you know, nothing is said of that. But you did get the article that the uh, Kyle Rittenhouse's defense attorney said the word, but he said the word repeating the quote of Rosenbaum. But OK. Um, what else? What else happened? So much happened. Uh, the, the prosecution tried to introduce evidence that was uh, ruled not admissible in the trial. He did it anyway. <laughs> okay. So this could have been thrown out long before the verdict, but the judge wanted to adhere to the system and let the jury decide because he had enough confidence that they were smart enough to realize <laughs> all of the, the holes and the, the lies and things that the prosecution was doing, you know, to try to make this case, okay? Um, 
So somebody needs to to tell me. Oh, oh, that's what it was. That's where it was. That's where it was. So the 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 guy who was kicking Kyle in the face, the black guy who was never on the stand. This is another little tidbit for you, and I want you to tell me how is it that the, these people on the left are caring about you know the black people, and if this was all about the Black Lives Matter. The guy who he was black. And he actually went to the prosecution and said that he wanted to testify in exchange for uh, some other cases that he had uh, pending to be dropped against him. And they declined to get a black man a break and let him testify, okay? But the guy who got, the, the three white guys that got shot, one in the arm for pointing the gun at Kyle Rittenhouse, he got to testify and got all of his stuff um uh, cleared out that he was, you know, he wasn't charged with any of the violence that he committed that night. He wasn't charged with a felony gun possession because he was a felon and he wasn't supposed to have that firearm that he had. He had a Glock and, but he didn't get any of that charged at all. But the, the, the black guy got charged with, I think assault and battery and arson. And then they held up his, um, his case so that he wouldn't be available to testify in the Kyle Rittenhouse case, and they pretty much pretended that they didn't even know who he was to the defense so that they couldn't track him down and get testimony from him. So there's that. Um, now, all of this was, this happened in court. These are not news articles. These are not people, you know, talking about their opinions. This is what was said in court. This is what happened. That's the only place that anything matters, okay? It's in the court of law. In the court, 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 the law doesn't care about how you feel about the law. The law is the law. Now, if the law is unjust, there are remedies to that. If the law is, is misused some way, there are remedies to that. But the law is the law. And when you are in a court proceeding, you have to prove that someone broke the law. Not that you disagreed with their actions. Did they break the law? Okay. Nobody cares how you feel about Kyle Rittenhouse having a rifle. He was legally allowed to possess it. So that's the end of that argument. That's the end of it. It doesn't matter how you feel about him having it under Wisconsin law. He was legally able to possess it. And at last I checked, going across state lines is not illegal. You are free to travel throughout these, these United States of America, okay? You, you can do that. There was a time when I lived in one state and I had family that lived 40 minutes away. Yeah, often we would drive to go visit our fucking family. Are you kidding me? Does that mean that if I am visiting my family in another state that's only 40 minutes away, that if something happens, that I then don't have the right to defend myself because I came across state lines? Are you kidding me? If my family is threatened and I decide to drive there to make sure that they're okay and something happens and I end up happening to defend myself, are you telling me I lose that right because I don't live in that state? I'm just visiting? Make that make sense. I want you to really think about the things that you are supporting and saying should be. For people who always complain 
about how people are after them and they're killing them left and right and they're hunting them down like dogs, you sure are working overtime to champion the things that remove your right to defend yourself against it. Make it make sense, please. Like I said, this case had nothing to do with race, color, uh, injustice, uh, white privilege, uh, what black people can and can't do. This all was about your right to defend yourself in a situation like this. Because when you go to court, if you did not know, some people don't know. Whatever is decided, it, it becomes a precedent, case law that can be used in other cases to say, hey, this was upheld. This was said that, you know, this could happen. So then if you are ever chased by a mob of people attacking you with skateboards and actually putting a gun in your face, you have the right to defend yourself with lethal force. That's what this Kyle Rittenhouse verdict meant. And they tried to take that away from you. That prosecution tried to take that right for you to defend yourself away from you. Think about that. Now, another thing that you may not know. Because then you get the people, well, if he was black, if he was black, okay, on the very same day, a black man, and I want to say, because I haven't read all the details of the case, but this is the only part that is important because this is fact, was that he was accused of murder and attempted murder when a SWAT team entered his home, and I believe that this is the boyfriend of Breonna Taylor. I may be wrong. And the girl got shot. <coughs> it's the same details. And he, he opened fire, and the girlfriend ended up getting shot. And he ended up wounding officer and I think killing one. I'm not sure. But the point of it is, on the very same day that Kyle Rittenhouse was found not guilty, so was he. And he shot at a SWAT team and he was a black man and he was being served with a warrant for drug dealing, not protecting his community, not putting out fires, not uh, guarding his friend's business, um, not rendering first aid to people and, and, and scrubbing graffiti off of walls. He was a, he was an accused drug dealer. Okay. Being served a warrant after now I know the Breonna Taylor case after months and months of investigation that tied him to this crime. Okay. He was found not guilty, but he was charged with a felony gun charge because he was not legally allowed to have a gun because he was a felon. Okay. So he was charged with that. That's it. So you got to, uh, tell me uh, again, what if what if he was black? There you go. There you go. 
And this person didn't have their self, their, their, their defense fund removed, you know, from a platform. Kyle Rittenhouse GoFundMe took his, his, uh, defense fund down. Um, they didn't have social media stopping people from, uh, putting out facts and evidence and video and, and having an opinion uh, differences of opinion, if you said anything that suggested that Kyle Rittenhouse only defended himself that night because a lot of us saw the video the, when it happened and knew that it was a clear cut of self-defense. But uh, none of that happened to him. He wasn't called a black supremacist in the media and said that he, and, and accused of belonging to uh, black nationalist groups and 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 wanting to to destroy other people. He he wasn't uh, a threat to society. He wasn't called none of that stuff. But this seventeen year old boy was repeatedly. Now another thing that happened uh, after the verdict. A lot of them, you know, the media and politicians and things doubled down on their lies. But CNN's uh, field reporter did a quick segment because you'll probably never hear it again because they have to cover their ass so that they can point to what we did report it. That they had lied about everything that they were telling you about the case and she went over the facts, but she said, we just learned this during the trial, which is a lie. And if they learned it during the trial, why were they still lying about it while the trial was going on? Okay. She didn't admit to it until she had to because now they fear lawsuits from Kyle Rittenhouse. Okay. It's plain and simple. It's a cover your ass. Uh, story, but nonetheless, they did give the facts of the case and tell the truth about a lot of the things that they had lied and continue to lie about. Okay, um, I forget her name, but you know, it's the I'm sure you can find it. But that's that's the thing you ha you have to answer answer those questions to me based on those things. Explain to me how he's a white supremacist and how he should be be guilty, because he shot a pedophile, and a and a and a an abuser, and some grown men trying to attack him, a child. I, I, you got to explain that to me. Why why wasn't he able to defend himself against that? Why why should he lay down and take the beating? Would you lay down and take the? Would you expect your seventeen year old son, if he were in Kyle Ritten's house? shoes that night being chased by by grown men threatening to kill him and violently physically attacking him what would you want him to do if he had a rifle and was knocked to the ground and somebody pointed a gun in his face what would you expect him to do with that rifle would you expect him to give it to him would you expect him to put it down would you expect him to take the beating from the, from the crowd? Answer that for yourself.